0: All right, Mr. Anderson, here we are back for another episode of This is Ranger Country, episode number 12, if I'm not mistaken, back in our home studio. What do we got going on today, sir? Well, we're going to talk a little bit about graduation
1: at Forest Hill Central High School, not
0: at Forest Hill Central High School,
1: it was at the LMCU Ballpark on May 17th. We're going to talk about some uh, neat uh, year-end things that are going on at the schools uh, this week, actually today, tomorrow, this weekend, and and we have our first ever in-studio interview. Oh, yeah,
0: that's really exciting.
1: Yeah, and that's going to be at the end of our broadcast. That's with Cascade Supervisor Grace Lesperance. And so very excited to have her on. And she will be talking about um, her vision for Cascade, uh, why she got into local politics, and a few other local um, topics of interest. So uh, stay tuned to the end of the broadcast uh, because you'll be able to hear from Grace. And, and again, our I'm, I'm excited. It's our 12th episode, and we have our first in-studio uh, guest guest. From outside, I was of gonna the, say not
0: counting Styles because we had rest, yeah, right. but you know everybody knows Styles. Exactly, she's, she's from not out, quite from
1: outside the school ranks. Yeah, this How is about that?
0: local celebrity slash politician. Exactly. Yeah. So. so this is this is great. So we've got a lot lot to chat about
1: and um, kind of back to our our same format with the exception of uh, an, an interview. So, uh, John, how's things going? Are you busy? Uh, what's going on?
0: Oh, uh, you know, <laughs> it's a little bit hit or miss for me right now. So I graduated most of my seniors, so I don't have a lot of classes that I'm right. teaching right now. Right but somehow I've still been crazy busy. Like it hasn't let up, Brad. I've still got, you know, I've still got yearbook stuff going on and I've got, uh, I keep on getting summoned to sub other people's classes and you know, uh, so yeah, I've been, I've been running around a lot lately. Sure.
1: Yeah. That's, that's, that's this time of the year. Um, especially with all the year end deals, I'm, I'm in the same boat going from one practice to the next. And, uh, it's all good though. We know the alternative, right? True. Uh, a year ago, this time we had a clear schedule, so right now it's it's good to be busy. But man, I tell you what, Fridays um, when you finally hit the couch at about nine p.m. it feels feels good.
0: You yeah, know, that's a good point. That's a good perspective. I, you know. I
1: took. Uh, uh, I, I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, I, go took, ahead. I took that uh, classic dad nap yesterday, where there was like a 25 minute window in between like dinner, practice, coming home, the whole thing, and I, I did the whole sit on the couch and wake me up in 20 minutes thing i remember my dad doing that oh yeah like hey to the older child i said wake me up in 20 minutes and i just like popped my head back and was instantly out
0: oh man i've got a um, i I set like a 15 minute timer on my phone and then i send julia out of the room like hey go somewhere else i'm gonna i'm gonna close my eyes for a few minutes
1: the the 15 20 minute nap
0: those power naps man is
1: it's crucial it was i needed it And that instantaneous sleep meant that my body was needing it. I'm sure there's other dads and moms listening right now that uh, you could probably benefit from a 20-minute nap um, out there. So, yeah, I got mine in. I'm good to go for the rest of the week. Um, To Central High School.
0: Graduation was incredible. It was a really great graduation and a great senior class. I can't state that enough. This class of 2021... uh, Honestly, we could not have asked for more out of a class, overcoming so much adversity, staying so positive. So many good kids. So I, many good kids. I
1: will miss them. And um, just seeing that there's a really cool moment for teachers. We all, the teachers arrive, and wherever, whatever the venue it is, we're, we're dressed up in our, in our gowns, and the kids are in their caps and gowns, and there's kind of a, a staging. And then the teachers kind of line up like a tunnel. Which is and, awesome. And, and the seniors all come through and you get to kind of give the head nod or the handshake or the fist bump or the, you know, the clap to these seniors and they come through and it's just, it's that final moment where we're all, we're all Rangers and we're all kind of, it's, it's just a great moment where they walk through and you get to see these kids for kind of some of them the last time.
0: Yeah, for yeah, I mean, some moments
1: last time, and it's that that moment of fruition that you get to celebrate those kids, and I I, that is my favorite moment of graduation.
0: I agree, I think it's the most important thing that happens at graduation for me. Obviously, the the ceremony of kids walking across the stage is huge for their parents and huge for the administrators handing over those diplomas and whatnot, but for us getting in that like tunnel formation and, you know, high-fiving, you know, fist bumping, maybe a few jibes here and there, you know, yeah, um, parting g- japes, but it's, it's great. And,
1: um, principal, uh, Mr. Passano, he does such a great job of keeping the flow going. I love his commencement, um, ceremonies because he just—it's—it's it's not about him. It's about the kids, oh, yeah. and 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 it's—it's it's evident in his speech. So if you've never been to—I don't want to spoil it—if you're an upcoming parent, but one of the things that he is known for, and it's kind of been a big deal for the kids to be included, is he gives a speech after, after the faculty award winners, and that's new to faculty award winners giving a speech, which I think is a great, um, which is a great. Uh, tr- new tradition. Um, I, I was—we've was only been
0: doing that for a few years now, right? Because we had the valedictorian, the salutatorian, and all right. that, and that used to—I know some people miss that, but I think it was breeding a little bit of toxicity in our students, especially the, the higher achieving kids were yeah. pushing themselves too hard, taking extra AP classes yeah. in the summer and, I, and on the weekends, and just not for the—that's a purpose different of topic learning.
1: for a different day. True. I, I believe in the valedictorian and salutatorian, but and and again, I like it. I don't know if they should speak at graduation. But I also believe it should be classes held in the school. That would have, that could have fixed the problem, right, you That's know, because true. you know they were just taking an insane amount of like online random classes to. But that, again, just different different GPA. topic from a different day. But I like the faculty award winner speaking. Um, you know, little little known fact: I uh, uh, Becca Lipke's sister, mm-hmm. Rachel, um, Rachel Turk. She was a faculty award winner along with myself in 2000, and I would have I would have loved to have spoken. Uh, to that crowd briefly, albeit. But um, I really think that the, the, the students that won this time around, um, Matthew Mahoney and Annika Santos, so well represented what this class was about. and their just their overall, sense of what it meant to be a class of twenty twenty one graduate. I yeah. think I think they did such a fantastic job.
0: And to be fair, those kids who we chose, we didn't just choose them for their, their oratory abilities. No, Obviously they were such their... well rounded individuals, but their speeches were out of this world. Their, their they were they're
1: outstanding speeches. They were both
0: vastly different, but Amazing.
1: Matthew Mahoney's speech hit on all the right notes. He started with the theme of Better Together, which was the shirt this year mm-hmm. uh, and kind of the theme of the entire district and ranger country. And he wove it in so well to his speech. Of course he did. I mean, he just he nailed it. And as you're sitting there, you go, that's a ranger. That's our profile. A guy like Matthew Mahoney, a young lady like Annika Santos and our and our class president, Zoe Lipke, had a great speech. She did too. And I know she was she was um, uh, at least Becca told, told us, and Kevin told me that she was nervous about that speech, but she nailed it, and she did such a great job with um, presenting the um, the class award, which is going to be a touchscreen. Um, it's going to be in the Athletic Hall of Fame, for, a, a touchscreen for the Athletic Hall of Fame, as well as a database touchscreen for all the teachers that came through. I'm sure some yearbooks are going to be referenced. Yeah,
0: that was that was surprising to me. I'm pretty excited about that. That's I really that's really, exciting. Also, I think we're getting a giant FHC. Is it just going to be the, the FHC logo, or is we're it going to be crest? a Ranger?
1: I'm not sure, which is another topic of discussion, the Ranger. I think we're going to have to save, just to tease that out, there is there is some movement on, in, in certain circles on uh, perhaps a re- calibration of the ranger image oh really not the changing of of rangers because it's always going to be ranger country but the changing of the image uh well, we're going to save that for another day okay that's another well, good that's another, good tease, that's another day another dollar and um, stay tuned I, to future stay, episodes stay for juicy but anyways tea. circling back to mr pasano's speech and that's i went off on a tangent circling back to mr pat he goes through and he weaves the different outstanding achievements of the class and the class individuals into the speech and the kids will be sitting there, and you can see him like, oh, he mentioned me. You know, yeah, he'll he says, talk about this
0: kid did science olympiad, and this kid uh, scoring the, this uh, winning touchdown, and, and this student um, you know, solving the equation yeah, that got uh, them the win for you know, this. And yeah, th- it's, The way he does that, you can tell he's, at least at that point, he's very tapped into the school community, and he knows what's going on all over the place.
1: He, he knows, and, and you've got to believe that that speech he works on all year because so. he 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 weaves in all the students and i think it means a lot not only to those students and you th- and the first time i i heard it, i'm like man that is incredible but then i thought oh what if you didn't get but i think the kids in the in the in the, in the stadium love hearing their their the, kind of the different leaders and the different crowds of the school be represented i think that's that's the the note that he touches on so um what an outstanding uh, graduation you know, we could go on and on about it, but it was a beautiful night. It was like seventy degrees. It was you know, nice and sunny, little, not too hot. Little breeze. Yeah. Um, LMCU ballpark. That was a memory that these these uh, students will never forget.
0: Honestly, I'd like to be able to do that every year. That was well, a great venue for that graduation. Up at
1: the um, at the staff uh, gathering afterwards was our stadium. We're gonna have a brand new
0: stadium. That's true. That's true.
1: Um, and you know, the only thing is, Michigan weather can be unpredictable. But, you know, you just say, okay, well, we have a fallback day. So the next day, Um, I don't know the logistics on that, but I loved it. And and a lot of people said they had outdoor graduations. So it's possible. It's not like it's, you know,
0: back in my day, back in my day, we had uh, slated to use our football field as our graduation. But then it rained on that day. And so we ended up all crammed into the gymnasium. So that was interesting. That's a lot of people. A lot of now, my graduating class was only town. a little, b- little over a hundred people, probably. But that's still a lot of people to be crammed into a gym together. Yeah, right. It was a little hot. Yeah, classy, humid, class D, right? Like, yeah.
1: Oh my gosh, gymnasium. Oh, I can't imagine. Yeah. So that was interesting. But graduation went really well, and um, very excited for those seniors to see what they do in their in their next chapter and, and really, really proud of, of the class of twenty
0: twenty. Yeah, speaking of graduation, how about CMS, right? We're moving on CMS, they're, yes. They're gonna be graduating their eighth graders to come on up here, up the hill to the big school.
1: Yeah, and normally they would be doing the uh the, the Connect uh captains, um, and, and that's a really cool program that obviously because of just the year that we're having, we're not doing it this year um, because of the cross-pollination between schools because we're right at the end of, of everything. And um, the, the Connect Captains is this really cool program where the leaders of our school um, go through a program where they, they're going to bring up the 8th graders. And the 8th graders spend like, what, like a half day? They come to lunch. Yeah, like they're, a half day. And there are get,
0: different panels that they t- get yeah, to talk they go, to.
1: Yeah, they talk, I, 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 you've been on those panels. Uh, I've indeed. been on those panels. And they get to ask questions. And then they go through like, they walk through the halls and it's just this really, I think that's more valuable for them than uh, an orientation where they come up here with, with their parents. Now, you know, I don't think that's an invaluable night, but I, I, I believe that being with... Your peer group, and then being with like a junior or a senior, and walking around and kind of like they're pointing out, "Hey, this is Mr. Fisher's class, and he's the yearbook teacher." And man, you need to have him someday. Or they just kind of this walk is by Mr.
0: Brad Anderson. He says, "Improvise, adapt, and overcome." Exactly. Be ready for that. Be
1: ready for that. Yeah. And they walk them through the, you know, here's where this is the math. This wing. is a really hard room to find, so they take them way back there. And
0: like and, Mr. Metam's room, yeah, which is off the maps.
1: Yeah, a different zip code, like we like like to say at our end of the building. But that that's cool. So. That'll probably be back next year. Um, this year, it's just going to be um, th- those students are graduating from Central Middle, and we're going to get a new batch of wide-eyed freshmen.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I've got a couple of different friends whose kids are currently eighth graders that will be coming up to the high That's school next year. That's when you feel like a grown-up, right? right? That's also why I fled our, up to the upper level so I wouldn't have to teach them as freshmen, but I'm excited we'll to have, have them in the building. they will have them
1: soon enough. Yes. Um, so Central Woodlands, fourth-grade meetings with ambassadors, May 20th, which is tonight. Um, is the uh, incoming fifth graders are invited to a Zoom orientation meeting, which is really cool. My daughter will be on that on that Zoom call, and so that that's tonight at 7 p.m. Um, Zoom webinar, and that's hosted by um, uh, Central Woodlands administrative team and uh, teachers, Mrs. Major and CW counselors Mrs. Smith and Mrs. Fields. So you can register to attend the orientation webinar uh, using a link that is provided on the FHPS website and uh, on Facebook. So check it out. If your student is an incoming fifth grader, that's exciting. You want them to be in on that and, and see the ins and outs of Central Woodland. So um, coming up on and at Ada, what do we got going at Ada, John? Well,
0: let's see. Ada Elementary will have a Hungry Howie's Pizza fundraiser on Wednesday, June 2nd. <laughs> Treat your family to a midweek dinner out at the downtown Ada Hungry Howie's and support Ada Elementary. That, again, is brought to us by uh, Mary Beth Stout. She's our insider there that gives us all the scoops on Ada Elementary. So, hey, that, again, is on June 2nd. Make sure you go out to Hungry Howie's and get a pizza and support the local elementary school because it's going to be a good night.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: We've also got uh, Ada Girls on the Run. They'll be participating in a 5K. Did you have your daughters done that at all? Do, she's doing it right now. Uh, Julia Zeta did that is, when she was at Pine Ridge. Yeah, and we loved, loved it.
1: it. It's great. Um, she, we, I had to remind her, Yeah, make sure you take your shoes today and your journal and water bottle.
0: I thought that was so cool because at first I thought it was just kind of like a track program where the kids learn to run and that sort That's of thing. That's what I thought too. But it's, it's not, and it is a little bit, but it's also about yes. female empowerment and, and building up that self confidence and hanging setting, out with other girls, making
1: decisions, yes, yeah. talking things out. I yeah. Zetta is loving it and um that fun run's coming up June second as well. And this one says Ada Township Park, but I know that hers, her Pine Ridge one, they're assigned to Roselle Park. So we are my wife and her are gonna be running the five K. You get it like a buddy oh, yeah. you get to run with and uh really yeah. cool. One year the buddy. Uh,
0: what was it a third grade Julia was doing this and her buddy Lexi and her other friends and Mr. Greer found out that they were doing, you know, their last yes. practice. And so he came out and ran around the elementary school with them. Um, so that was really that's fun. The, awesome. the kids loved oh, that. Mr. Greer. Yeah. He was setting the pace for them uh, towards the back, you know, just so everybody felt included. <laughs> that's right, what he said right, anyway. Right, 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 right. But yeah, that's
1: awesome. What a great, and Mr. Greer legend, legend. Absolutely. Um, so in, at Thorn Apple, we have the uh, Candyland virtual student walkathon. Uh, three, four, a lot of walkathons, a lot of runathons. It's yeah. good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I've yeah, never heard so, of a
0: virtual walkathon before. So
1: they're going to be doing 3:45 to 5 p.m. Friday, May 21st. Uh, Candyland decorations. Um, walkathon route will remain will remain up all weekend, and the idea is to get in as many laps as you can. That's really cool um for for thorn apples so get out friday may may 21st uh, right after school it looks like so you i assume that's a going on a fundraiser
0: of some kind is that like they're doing like how many laps they can do and get I, sponsored kind of i thing, do not or? know
1: that um but uh certainly we can find out and it reminds and me
0: of something like the walk for a cure or one of those uh you yeah know, the cancer it, walks kind of a it's thing it's
1: great it's going to be a beautiful day friday it's going to be the hottest day of the it's
0: week it's going to be warm
1: yeah it's going to be warm so make sure you bring your water bottles yeah, absolutely. um at pine ridge um
0: yeah, we're gonna have the Ranger, Ranger rally, rally Remix. remix. We've it's talked happening. about it.
1: Um, so it's it's happening uh, May twenty first. Um, that's tomorrow. That's tomorrow, and the students will be walking around during the day, I believe, and then and then families can come back uh, at night, and that is somewhere in the range of like five to eight p.m. Um, so we'll be um, don't quote me on that time, but I know it's in the evening. My family's going at six thirty. So.
0: There and you we've go. Already got you know, it like it's somewhere in the range then. 6:30, we're going. Everybody show up at 6:30.
1: And uh, no, so, John, <laughs> uh, there's a rumor. There's there a rumor. is.
0: I heard a rumor. Now, this is. We're going to tag this as a rumor has it because I don't have official confirmation from Pine Ridge or any other, other schools. But it does make sense. I have heard from some of the parents that have their kiddos at Pine Ridge that the sectioning of the playground has been abolished and now kids are allowed to play outside with news. other kids from other classes. And obviously, as we're hearing from the CDC and the Michigan Department of Health, that does, the science bears that out, the outdoor transmission's not happening. So what an amazing moment. I know that there are mothers that when they found that out, they were crying because they knew that their daughters and their sons were able to play with other kids that they hadn't been able to play with all year. If this is true, that's amazing. And I hope the rest of the schools are able to quickly follow suit with that.
1: What a, what a, you know, for us at the high school, that's something we haven't thought about a ton, but. I know that's been a big part of my daughter's lives with their friends and I took um, after soccer this Saturday I took my two youngest um, one who's a first grader one who's going to be in kindergarten and we went to Pine Ridge for just to play on the playground and my first grader was pointing out all the different zones. That's zone this, and this is you know zone three, and I really like zone two, and because it has this on it, and when oh. I would nobody wants zone four, you know, kind of like, and it's just that is again one of these little peccadillos from this whole year that we'll never hopefully have to deal with again. Zones on the playground, yeah, and, you know, it hasn't hey, been great, you know, but it, but it sounds like rumor has it that the zones are down, and and hopefully that's true. I'm gonna get confirmation on that this afternoon when I yep. talk to my daughters. Um, also in the um, in the community, FHCRangerCamps.com are up and running. There is a full slate, and I'm going to miss out on somebody, so to, I don't want to name all of them. But We're talking sports
0: camps right sports now, right? Sports
1: camps for K through you know high school on up. Uh, Seriously,
0: considering having all of my girls on the soccer team sign up for the FHPS Girls Soccer Camp this summer. It would yeah. be the first year we do that, but I think it would be really cool.
1: Yeah, that, that would be great to have all of your your um, uh, fifth-grade girls out. Um, I'm I signed up my girls for the field hockey camp. We just, we're going to try field hockey. Very just cool. Try, yeah, it's, it, it's enrichment. We're going to try it out. And, um, you know, I'm running a, a wrestling camp, a youth wrestling camp, on June 21st through the 23rd. So if you want me to wear your son or daughter out, uh, bring them up to. Oh yeah, the, they'll uh, sleep well that they night. They will sleep
0: well, I promise have you, you that. Got, have you found a hill to run them up and down yet, They're, or some stairs <laughs> maybe?
1: I, I run the high schoolers and the incoming freshmen up a hill, but uh, we we do enough in the in the uh, in the wrestling room that we'll have them fully worn out for you in a matter of two and a half hours.
0: I so. can tell you guys uh, out there in Ranger Country that that is absolutely confirmed. I have worked out with Brad and some of his wrestling friends one time, and it wasn't <laughs> even an official wrestling practice. And I went home, and I think I slept all night on my couch without even taking. <laughs> A shower, which is gross, but just gives you a sense of just yeah. how hard uh, and and good his workouts yeah, I'll, can
1: be. I'll leave you. I'll leave him tired.
0: I'm not going to. There was I'm a cinder gonna... block and a rope I had to tie around my waist at one point. Yeah. No, it's a chain. It was a chain. That, That's what it was. That will
1: not be at the youth camp.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, they're missing out, Brad. I think you need to institute <laughs> I have,
1: that. I have levels of intensity, and you were at you I know jumped you up at level, level too high. You were high. like level seven and a half. Uh, right out of the gates you should we should there should have been a progression
0: that was a good night though
1: yeah it was it was memorable um yeah we'll have to do that again soon um anyhow that's what's going on in the community folks uh we hope you get out and support uh one of those and uh you know just plenty of opportunities to um see your neighbors see your friends uh, get involved and um, we appreciate all those that are putting these on so to the hometown hero segment we've got one hometown hero this week uh because uh, we got a little bit of a shortened um uh, Short and slate before we get to our interview here. Our hometown hero is Benji Zorn. Benji um, is quite an incredible uh, young man. He went to Pine Ridge Elementary School, Parents are Ben and Nanette Zorn. He has four siblings. Maggie's a freshman at Kalamazoo College. Lily's a current freshman at FHC. Eliza is a sixth grader at Central Woodlands. And Charlie is a fourth grader at Pine Ridge. He participates in a wide range of activities. Uh, He's a varsity swimmer. He's a professional disc golfer. I know he leads the charge with getting the disc golf team here going. A professional disc golfer? Yeah, he says he's a professional disc golfer, so he must be sponsored. He's a National Honor Society member, improv member, and I've seen him do his improv. He's very talented. 2022 Class president, marching band, squad leader, and he is uh, anything out in nature. Uh, some special uh, awards or honors he's achieved so far are he is three time all state in swimming, one time all conference member swimming. Uh, he won the Michigan Amateur Disc Golf State Championship. Uh, favorite memory in Ranger Country is any of the two homecoming assemblies he's been at. The roar of the crowd as you walk down. Uh, getting ready to do your lip sync is nothing he's ever experienced before or anywhere else. And the bond and trust that goes towards the uh, creating and performing the lip, lip sync will always hold a special place in his heart. So, you know, I personally have Benji in class. He is a shining star in the AP World History ranks, and I know and and I am sure he is that way in his other classes. And uh, just incredibly proud of him. He fits the profile for what a a ranger is all about. So, uh, Benji Zorn, you are this week's hometown
0: hero. Nice. I've not had him in class myself, but I've seen him out and about in the community, improv, like you said. He's a known known quantity. He's a junior, right? So he's he's stepping into that next year's senior role. So
1: starting to kind of highlight some of these juniors that – we're going to be looking to for, for leadership and, uh, they're already providing that leadership for their class, but, but next year it's going to be, he's going to be helping set the tone for the entire school and, and the community quite frankly, because hopefully we're back to, um, and I've been hearing people talk about, and and when I talk to my classes, what do you, what do you want back the most? And it is, we want, you know, homecoming will kind of be the bellwether of, are we back? And do we have a parade? Do we have uh, assemblies, are you know, we haven't talked much about the assemblies, but the assemblies are out of this world. I mean, our our homecoming assembly on Fridays, it's just it's they're they're incredible.
0: You and look so, forward to it all year long. And, yeah, and, right. Yeah, and, and
1: so but you're packed shoulder to shoulder. True. There's A lot of you know movement on the floor. So and
0: um, on a normal year, we even have community members that can come in There's right. A, a section of bleachers open. It's a open packed, for it's a parents, packed
1: so. Uh, gymnasium. So that'll be the bellwether. Anyhow, um, on to our staff spotlight, and and a little bit different this week. We wanted to. Spotlight four people. A couple of them we've already talked about, but we wanted to make sure that we highlighted their um, their involvement in the uh, CHS graduation this week. Um, in, in years past, the the senior class elected teachers uh, from the ranks to be um, graduation marshals, which kind is of like,
0: really cool. Very like it's a pretty high honor. I've I've had it one time. I know you've been a perennial uh, member of the ushering community but it's really cool when the stat when the class picks you as one of their top four teachers to be at you know the graduation shaking hands glad handing and patting on the back
1: i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you it's it's one of the i mean i've i've done a lot of things but one of the coolest things that i've done is being a graduation marshal it is it is it is a really it's a cool honor and um i look forward to it every year um and and, and not only that, but you get to go to the graduation practice and kind of have those side conversations with kids. True. Before on their day of their graduation, the best day, the best. Yeah, it's great. So, uh, but but I really like this new tradition. I really do. I, I think, do too. And and I don't know if it's going to be a new tradition or it's just the fact that we had. four. Well, hopefully
0: we don't have four retirees every year. No,
1: no. But but these four retirees were so well deserving, and um, there's no way for the senior class to vote on these these four people. They they kind of cover the gamut of what it means to be a Ranger, and these four people were, are retiring this year from either public service or from uh, the, the, the school, and our graduation marshals this year were Carol Spryze, who is our athletic secretary.
0: And uh, so, uh, an aside, during Steve's speech, he mentioned Carol. What did he say about her? Oh, he I'm said not- some people... Not Clark. This is a this is not a, an attack. But he said some people would say she's the one who actually runs our athletic department. Clark got so. a good laugh out of that. I was watching him. He movie did. Well, yeah,
1: he got a good laugh out of that because Carol is definitely she. I mean, they are a great team.
0: And, I have depended on her so much over the yeah, last three well, years for yearbook. It's crazy. I tell you
1: what, I told her, at the staff gathering afterwards, I said, I said seven years. I think I think it was seven years ago when she got here, which it, it doesn't seem like seven years ago. But I was like terrified of her. Because she came in and she was just like,
0: she was. Well, we really, had Wendy down there, and then Wendy moved to the front yeah, office, right. and then Carol stepped in. And, at,
1: and not because, but, but I mean, sure, her, her personality's fantastic, but she was just she was very strict, and and like, straightforward, and, 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 straightf- blunt. and straightforward and blunt. And you know, it was like I, I, I said something to somebody, and they're like, "Well, great, you're being held accountable." I'm like, "Oh my gosh, okay, you got me there." And then, look, <laughs> like, but I, but now I've I've really come to love the, um, just how she runs that athletic um, aspect of the tryouts and how she, you know, makes sure that she shepherds all the coaches at the beginning of the year and her and Clark are are really a great team in the athletic office and she will be dearly dearly missed um, by our whole community and i know she comes up and eats uh, lunch in the front office every day and so they got a great little um gathering that goes on there daily and she's just carol in the short time that she came here she had a long career at uh, novi high school yeah and and came here husband joe um and i know she has children who are scattered uh, about the entire country um, and so she'll be she'll be busy busy visiting her children and you know taking part in in uh, you know traveling the country and enjoying her her, uh, her retirement. But we're gonna miss Carol.
0: I know anytime. she's really looking forward to it. She actually I don't know if she made this herself or some her one, daughter ma- did. Her daughter made the chain. Yeah. She's got a pa- one of those classic paper chains where you take the strips of construction paper yes. and weave them together, and each link is one more day of her career. And so she's pulling a link off every day, and the chain keeps getting shorter and shorter I and know. shorter. I know. I
1: want a paper chain.
0: I know, but, you know, Brad, 16 years plus, yeah. that's a long <laughs> you chain. You and I are going to go
1: out together, I think, John. We, yeah, probably. I think we're probably going to go out together. So um, I'll be speaking at your, uh, your retirement party, and you'll be speaking at mine. Um, I kind of want
0: John Anderson to, to, know, to John roast Anderson me, if that's a, still a thing. I
1: do want to roast um, from John Anderson. That would be great. Um, and then Marlene Borson. Marlene has been our longstanding um, uh, attendance secretary, and she has held the line as well. And she has And Marlene, if you don't, if you haven't spoken to her or you haven't been on the other end of the line with her when calling in a student absence, I mean, she has to keep track of 1200 students day in, day out, hourly. And then this year on top of it being her year of retirement with the hybrid learning, we still had to take attendance through all that hybrid zoom and you know. Yeah.
0: And there's some interesting foibles going on with that right now. I don't know if you've heard about that, uh, but. There's, uh, for some reason, every day that was marked RL has been counted currently as an absence. And so they're trying to get that sorted out because we have been told at the high school that that RL was remote learning. That's not an absence. That's a presence. They're there. Uh, Right now, some of my kids are coming to me yesterday even saying, Fisher, it says I have 50 absences. And I looked, I'm like... You have yeah. zero absences. That's 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 above my pay grade, guys. Yeah, that is above the pay grade. And I know Marlene's trying to get that figured out too, because yeah. it's technically above what her, a great her task head as for well. Her last
1: three weeks, right? On the she's job. got a few weeks left, oh and she's got to figure out this yeah. debacle. But yeah, and she she is she is a ranger through and through. I believe a 74, 74. graduate yep. her daughter graduated here in the early 90s now she has her grand- grandson
0: just graduated with this class yep
1: and she has another grandson who's coming through right now I believe as a freshman um and, and so you know Marlene it, it embodies the, the ranger spirit and she you know she's always been such an integral part of our our, our, our team you know you you have, she's like the gatekeeper yeah, You know, she really is. She sees everybody coming in and, and leaving the school.
0: She knows every kid. She, she knows every kid. most of the parents because yeah. they've been in to drop stuff off. And like Steve said in his graduation <laughs> speech, if you've only interacted with Marlene when you're trying to skip school or 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 pretending that your child has an appointment to get out of a, a an assembly, then you may have the wrong impression of Marlene. She's actually quite warm and kind and loving. She's the unless mom. You're, you're
1: well. Let's face it. Uh, her and Carol are they're, they're kind of the, the they are the moms. The moms of the building. They look after us. They're protective of us. But they're they're stern they're and strict, st- when, they strict need when they need to be. And they're, they're just uh, kind and loving people. And if you don't
0: have that, this. then it's, it's chaos. So thank yeah, God that right. we have thank them. You, because
1: thank you. And personally, Marlene, thank you for keeping this young, uh, formerly young teacher in line uh, through his younger teaching years. And there's a few times now and then that you have to
0: crack a whip on them. How many times have you had to fill out a yellow sheet for her because you forgot an hour of attendance?
1: No comment, John.
0: Yeah. No it's, no comment. I don't remember the number either, Brad. That's no, okay. No <laughs>
1: comment. I've seen you down there a couple of times. <laughs> uh, you know, the walk of shame down to the office. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so congratulations, Marlene, uh, on your on your awesome, you know, awesome career, and thanks for all that you've done for Ranger Country. We certainly appreciate you and we'll miss you. And then our next two, uh, uh, Charlie Vonk, long, uh, long-time uh, teacher, administrator at Central Middle School. Um, he was assistant principal under Nancy Flink for, for years, and then has been at the helm here now for several years as the principal at Central Middle School. Most of the students that graduated uh, a couple nights ago had Mr. Vonk as a principal at, uh, at Central Middle. So long, long standing um, educator here in at, at, at Forest Hills Central. I had Mr. Vonk when he was a, but a young uh, teacher uh, at Central Middle back in the day. He was always one of my favorites and uh, certainly we appreciate all that he's done for Ranger Country. He was one of our staff spotlights on one of our first episodes. He was, yeah. And so he got to shake the hands of a lot of these graduates as they left and uh, that, that had to be a proud moment for him and his and his niece, Molly. Graduated, she graduated last the same yep. night and i i actually had um uh, kathy vonk his mom as uh, as a math teacher uh as a junior and senior in high school i had to take it twice very anyhow cool. the vonks are very interwoven the into our community integrated, um in, in the community molly's parents uh we uh, staff spotted spotlighted them as well earlier um, so the, yeah, the, one, Vong, thing, the, family, the very, one thing
0: I would bold. say about Charlie is uh, I hope that I still have his energy and enthusiasm by the time I'm approaching my retirement age, because that man still is just uh, vivacious. He's still alive with energy and oh, enthusiasm yeah. and excitement yeah. seems to really enjoy his job.
1: The, and again, uh, kind of certainly, you know, everything, all things go back to the homecoming and the range rumble. He was a big part of that as well in kind of throwing his support behind getting these students up to the high school and, um, you know, in helping with the logistics of that. So, you know, he's just got uh, an incredible ranger spirit, and uh, we will miss him, so congratulations. And then the final graduation marshal was Chip Pershbacher.
0: And Walter Chip Pershbacher, right? Yes, yes. Such yes. a good guy. He's he's the original ranger. That's what we refer to him as. Yeah. He, he's, he actually has his Letterman sweater he, with w- the original ranger logo on it.
1: Yeah, the, he was a um, homecoming parade uh, uh, marshal a few years back, and he wore his sweater his
0: letterman sweater letterman sweater so cool we all wanted it
1: uh a football team member here varsity uh club member uh back in the in the mid 60s back when uh, it was just the late 60s forest 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 high high school school. yeah um owner of Green Ridge realty son walter uh graduated in 2000 walter and i were classmates now walter is a you know a, a, a big part of Green Ridge realty now and is is a Active member in the community. So again, the Pershbacher family has been integral, and then of course Chip is a long-standing uh, uh, school board member, and the last seventeen, I think, as treasurer.
0: He was treasurer for seventeen years.
1: Seventeen years. So those kids graduating um, last night, some of them are as old as as long as he had been in service True. to this community, um, which is incredible. He embodies that spirit of uh, civic virtue, and. You know, he's a successful businessman and local businessman, and he devotes his volunteer time to the educational process. To yeah, the school, on school from board. which he came. For, yeah, from never when, forgot his roots. Never forgot his roots, which and even pretty his, cool. his wife Judy. I was uh, just going to mention Judy. Still
0: substitutes in the school well, to this day. English
1: here. Uh, back
0: in the, I day. knew I liked her. She's an English teacher. Yeah, she teacher. taught
1: English <laughs> here back in the day, and so you know their roots are sank deeply here. And uh, you know we wish him well in his retirement. I know he has, he is, uh, he's a proud grandfather, and he'll get to spend a lot of time with them. Um, but certainly we'll miss his, um, his acumen and his perspective on the school board. And so anyhow, that is our uh, our, our our spotlight, our staff spotlight. Um, sports, we we've got a rugby game tonight at Rockford. Um, those of you who don't know i have I like i very much respect rockford but my wife is from rockford all my in-laws are from Rockford, so I would very much like to to get a, a W against Rockford. Want to take they the Rams are, down, huh? They are, they are a good team, so we're just looking for a great effort and improvement against the Rockford squad, and we'll, we'll let the chips fall where they may. Lacrosse has a huge game tonight, last regular season of the year, against Detroit Catholic Central. That's a big game. Girls varsity lacrosse. lacrosse downs Ann Arbor Skyline, 21-11, to to thanks to 14 combined Twenty one 21-11, wow. 21-11, yeah, thanks to 14. 14. 14 combined goals from Gabby Hendricks and Shannon Murphy. Awesome job, ladies. Uh, Golf placed eighth. Uh, at the Mona Shores invite. So a lot of cool things going on right now. Spring sports is uh, in the thick of it. I believe uh, track has their conference meet coming up. Girls soccer has the uh, conference meet uh, conference finals Friday. So there's a, there's a, a lot of things going on. I got you can it. check out FHC sports for all of the updates.
0: One more point about sports. I know uh, softball is currently working towards winding up their season. They've got a uh, uh, post. Uh, well, I think it's a conference game on June 1st, possibly, and hopefully, they win that one against EGR. And then they have another game on June 5th. And, you know, obviously, I'd like to see, you know, the Lady Rangers win and keep on going. But if they do happen to not make it beyond that game, I also know that we are going to be playing a staff versus varsity girls softball game Fantastic. in which. Brad and I and several other of our esteemed Mr. colleagues Rogers, will participate Tom in Hartman, Lang Davis. Yep. We got clearance from from Mr. Udell it has to be post season because the MHSAA has decreed that there can be no scrimmages this year and somehow Brad and I and our our, our elder male colleagues qualify as a scrimmage for these <laughs> these elite athletes but still uh, hopefully we will get to do that on possibly June 7th which is the Monday that of the be, final week of school I
1: think one of the last times I swung a bat was at that game such a so, <laughs> fun
0: time, and I hope we get to do it. That's a half day that, that day. day. Maybe we could squeeze it in after what, lunch. What, what day are you figuring? Uh, June 7th, which is June the second Monday. to last day. Got it. Yeah, so exams be that morning. so
1: That'd be great. No crowd needed. Um, <laughs> anyhow, uh, Ranger recommendations. I'm going to go with Frosty Boy. Frosty Boy, located right there on Cascade Road. It's uh, It was Sundays at the Cottage for years and years. Uh, then it transitioned to... Um, Sundays, uh, Sundays—I forget the the second in, incarnation. Yeah, of it. the
0: iteration of—I it. don't yeah, remember I, I, either. I don't,
1: I, it was somebody Sundays at something, uh, but now it's Frosty Boy, which is such a throwback. Like I love the the, the Frosty Boy um, theme logo vibe that they have going on there. And you roll up, and it's just—it's out of a time warp. And anytime you roll by Frosty Boy, like last night, I was coming home from uh, rugby practice, and. Frosty Boy was packed. It's, you know, 8.30. People are sitting there with their families, teams after practice are there. You can get ice cream, soft serve ice cream or hard scoop ice cream. And the specialty that they have is broasted chicken.
0: Yeah, I just told – so my daughter just found out about that. We went there last night – well, yesterday afternoon basically for some ice cream and – she was looking at the menu, and I said, I've heard so many times that the broasted chicken is actually the thing to get here. And my daughter's like, they have food here? Can we get a meal, too? And I'm like, well, we already got double scoop of ice cream. Maybe we'll save that for another day. So I have yet to try the broasted oh, Matt, chicken but is on the to-do list. The
1: broasted chicken is is delicious, and it comes out fresh, and they have potato wedges and, and coleslaw highly recommend it my kids
0: that's happening this summer at the very latest for me i'm going to sit out there at a picnic oh, table man. i'm going to enjoy that ambiance and i'm going to eat some chicken
1: yeah <laughs> we might be going there saturday because we have a we have a midday soccer game so i think uh, i think a frosty boy roasted chicken midday visit is in the near future but i highly recommend them there's a lot of Hill central students that work there that's kind of like their first job and uh you know, it's just a great place to 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 see, you know, your fellow neighbors and get a scoop of ice cream, get some roasted chicken. It's a nice location. You can kind of watch the world go by on Cascade Road. True. And so that's my Ranger recommendation this week. How about you, John?
0: Excellent recommendation. So I went back and forth a little bit. Uh, we may have dubbed this Ranger recommendation the, the Cold War, oh, if yeah, you will. Oh, yeah,
1: Cold War. There is a Cold War. Because, because I'm going.
0: <laughs> we thought about talking about jam and bean uh, because that's right <laughs> <laughs> next door to Frosty Boy.
1: Maybe it's own special edition.
0: We, yeah, because there's a deeper story there and it's pretty interesting it's it's uh it's quite uh, uh quite interesting but um i'm actually going to go for this one with scoopers of ada which is right in downtown ada great it's choice a, it's a staple of the community right there it's near the hardware store just a small place traditional you know they got hand scooped ice cream hand packed ice cream a lot of high schoolers working there they got some outdoor seating yeah. yeah very similar to frosty boy maybe not quite as much traffic going by if you like people watching and car watching but another excellent uh place and it's it's a little bit it's usually packed but if you're not like a traditional forest hills person if you haven't been here for years you might overlook it you might not even know it's there because it is somewhat understated but it's it's an experience that if you're new to the community like i know some of our com- uh, listeners are you should definitely go to scoopers ice cream shop and that's the s-h-o-p-p-e which is an english nerd i really enjoy that spelling Uh, You got to get there. You got to try their ice cream. You got to just enjoy it for the ambiance.
1: And we were talking right before the podcast about I love that little section of Ada. And I know Ada's not this huge place, but I you know, now the focal point is on the newer part of Ada. But that part of Ada is the traditional like downtown Ada um, where you have Nona Cafe there. You have the bike, Ada Bike Shop. You We've talked Sh- about Schnitz.
0: the Schnitz Deli, which turns into the, the, the bistro at the night. The Ada Grill yeah, at Ada night, grill.
1: and then you have Scoopers, uh, the Ada Hardware Store. So that's uh, that's a cool little and There's area. a jam
0: and bean location there, too, There's isn't a jam there? and bean location
1: but, right there. So like like we said, the Cold War.
0: The Cold War persists. <laughs> in,
1: all in jest. All Absolutely. in jest. Um, Tongue in so, cheek, parody, yes, sa- satire. Exactly. exactly. So those are our two Ranger recommendations, Frosty Boy and Scoopers. And now uh, we are going to get to uh, what I've been very excited to uh, you know, bring to our studio is someone from outside the building, uh, but definitely a large part of our community. And that is our township supervisor, Cascade Township Supervisor, Grace Lesperance.
0: I'm looking forward to talking to her because we've got some, some questions about, obviously, this is her, her first run as, as leading Cascade, but she, she was very popular. I you know, uh, saw her out in the community shaking hands and you know, driving her minivan around and, and putting up signs and whatnot. So looking forward to getting to know her a little bit better, getting her opinions on, on some things, and, and her thoughts about the future of Cascade. So, for sure.
1: Well, great. Well, all right. on, to, on to the interview.
0: All right, here we go.
1: Well, we're here with Cascade Township Supervisor Grace Lesperance, and very excited to have you in the studio here today, Grace. Um, appreciate you coming aboard.
2: Thank you for having me. I really appreciate the invitation.
1: Yeah, this is great. You are our first out-of-school uh, guest, so oh, great. this you have made history here. Well, I feel in, special in the uh, podcast studio. So, welcome to the Ranger Country Podcast, and we just have a few questions, and obviously, you can add in whatever you want. And uh, really thrilled to have you. So I guess first question is, tell us a little bit about your background before getting involved with uh, local politics.
2: Sure. Well, I have um, been in Cascade. My husband and I have lived in Cascade for the past almost 13 years. Um, and we've got three kids, ages 9, 11, and 12. And I was an attorney before... I was a, My background is, in, is being an attorney. And then um, I actually stayed home for the past... Oh, 10 or so years when the kids were really little. And then, um, just overall was really interested in, I really like Cascade and I really like the kind of unique character that Cascade has. And then we're growing so much, right? Like we're really.
1: Oh yeah. And Leaps and always, bounds.
2: Yeah. And I know a lot of areas are, and, and especially in West Michigan. Um, but I kept, you know, we've got that 28th street and, and Cascade, 28th street and Cascade road. And I always thought, okay, that's the town center. And I kept kind of what's gonna happen with it I didn't I wasn't paying super close attention but I was just real interested in what's gonna happen with our downtown village area and then also um, I guess just green space right we've got beautiful trees hills and then you mm-hmm. see I think one of the things was there was a development going in on um, Thornapple River Drive really close to that Cascade Township Park can- condos so you just see this huge um, emergence of um, I guess condos and different developments
0: yeah a lot of small neighborhoods being just shoved in wherever they can find space
2: exactly and and i understand why and it, it's great you live in a place that's um, really desirable um but i just was really interested in it and then i also kind of paid attention to some past issues some past local issues and um oh there was a proposed new um, big township hall and i remember some that. Of that yes stuff. yes so, I just was interested in it. And growing up, my dad was um, city manager for it's a little town on Lake Huron, Tawas. So okay. I, oh, I, yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Really. Yeah. And it's not even East Tawas, it's just Tawas. Like, it's half of what people think of as Tawas. But I just enjoyed it. It was, I, I was kind of interested in it and didn't feel it felt kind of familiar. So, instead of going back into law, it sounded a lot more interesting and fun to give supervisor a try. And I think cool. I jumped in kind of naively initially as far as. Um, it was a good thing. I think in some ways it helped because you have to be in. If you know too much, you might not want to give it a try. Right,
1: right, and and it was a bit of a changing of the guard, was it not? There, there was some members that had been um, around for for a while in service to our township, but um, you know, and being prompted to run for local office. I mean, that was a kind of a new generation has been ushered in, and you ran on kind of a almost like a ticket with a few
0: fellow I know Timmy was kind of on your ticket one of my neighbors
2: yeah and we've really become he's just fantastic he and I met because um well it centered around it was very it wasn't formally a ticket but there was a resident who had I guess the more details I learned as far as um just cascade politics and leadership Mm -hmm. the more I thought well I'm really interested in green space and kind of creating a downtown village-type area, preserving character, but at the same time, someone really should run because it's been too comfortable and too closed off for too long of a time. And so I was comfortable. I was fine with being that person. Like, I thought if it wasn't me, somebody should. It's really necessary. And there was... and I guess maybe with a legal background, and I had three brothers growing up, so I don't mind the confrontation. Does that make sense? <laughs> right, that no, does make that sense, yeah. makes a lot of sense. Okay. Yes. So, so, so I didn't mind getting my hands rolling in the mud a little bit. Right,
1: and and that's and local politics needs people to step up. And I didn't and realize
2: how it had just been kind of like a. Similar faces
1: up. for a long time.
2: And, and really right? lack of um, people running, like a, largely unopposed and appointments and kind of a secession line. Um, and not right. all bad, but I think if that goes on too long, and especially Cascade's a good example, the more I learn, the more comfortable then those people become. And I just really felt like, I felt like um, they, there was not enough focus on what's, what residents want, and it was kind of like we know best, uh, or maybe we're trying to keep up with the county. You know, the county's always pushing its interests on municipalities within the county. Okay. But we have a different, but we're, I didn't realize the extent of it, but you know, just trying to keep up with, I thought the priorities were not, let's focus on the great things about Cascade and making them better. I thought it was kind of trying to make Cascade something it wasn't. Or
1: So what would you say your vision is for the, the Cascade Township? And I like that you're talking about the village because that is really the centerpiece when you think of Cascade. You, oh, yeah. th- you think of, I mean, granted, you know, there's a whole str- stretch of 28th Street that is technically Cascade, which, mm-hmm. you know, draws in a lot of business. But when right. I think Cascade, I think Cascade Village, that main area, old 28th Street to what I Always call the Prevost parking lot. That's what it was yes, when I was little. I, yeah. It's now um, the uh, the Falling Falling. Oh yeah, the Falling Warehouse. And, yep. Anyways, what what what's your vision for Cascade Township? Would you say?
2: So I have to be careful, right? Because there's my personal, what I would love, but then also it really is up to what people want priorities. Sure. So
0: so you can give us your unofficial, if you want. <laughs> you could just yeah. tag it with this yeah, is you not can official. Be a this, so is this is kind is of just my vision, but
2: one person's. Um, opinion that ran for supervisor but it's sure. still from the residents that makes sense yes. yeah okay. got it so make so prioritizing preserving green space um and in parks but not just parks like rec parks but also natural parks and especially making sure that um we have them a- around the township not just two to three really large parks look at our parks but um Pocket parks, I guess some people would call them, just key pieces, like little
0: roadside type situations. Yeah,
2: and, and also and being having um, kind of a long term, let's preserve it while we have it. We understand we're going to have development, but let's preserve it. And then also because there's such a pressure for growth, and this is I guess really why I, I didn't understand why nothing was be, why nothing was happening for so long. Working hard to make that village center which i guess i kind of interpret the same way you do yeah cascade near old 28th street and 28th street yeah maybe extend it to tassel park right yeah or in the bridge
1: yeah and i have some questions about that some okay. follow-up questions uh, later on but um, a
2: walk more of a walkable yes. village absolutely and, and especially that prevo's center mm-hmm. i always i understand that it's owned by four different um entities and it's complicated but there's so much that um at the government level we can do to work like a public private partnership to really do cool things. We're not limited. Just uh, what I kept hearing is, Oh, it's, it's private. That's a really tricky issue. Well, it's tricky, but that's why we, they have experts in that area and we can do some really cool village type walkable things. Agreed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm giving up a little bit of my personal local politics when I say I I agree with you. I think there's, you know, a, a lot of things that, that could go on and cascade. Um, it's great to hear that. One of which we wanted to ask you about the church on the hill property is up for sale.
0: Yeah, um, which everybody good, knows the the stone steps that lead up off Cascade yeah. up to the the old church and the big majestic tree up on yes. top of the hill. Yeah, we've
1: talked about it a few times and uh, our cool spot. you know it is. Uh, a fellow parent in the district and uh spouse of one of our teachers. Uh, Zoe Lipke is, was our student council president. She spoke the other night at graduation. Yes, she did. Oh, She's okay. a hometown hero, like as we like to call it, uh, Kevin Lipke is the, uh, his company is the holding company mm-hmm. for that property. And I know we've, we've just in casual conversations talked about how cool it would be to make that a park thoughts on that grace.
2: Oh, I couldn't agree with you more. So I did not know Kevin, until he purchased his his company purchased the church on the hill and i reached out to him um before i was elected but expressing interest i mean i don't have anything to offer at the time right because i wasn't elected yet so i said i would absolutely love for i mean that is just a in my mind the perfect spot just a natural setting for um a park it's it's basically um, easily accessible to the the neighborhood across Cascade, which is just mm-hmm. pretty much landlocked. You know, they can't go anywhere besides True. Cascade Road. So that immediately they cross that, they're at a park. Um, th- that huge neighborhood of houses that
0: all around there. There's a right lot of, of kids in that neighborhood. All the, and they
1: all, yeah, all the Pine Ridge families that kind of that are in there.
2: Yeah, and really, there's no well, there's Tassel Park on the other side of the river, but there's no set aside green space mm-hmm. park for that whole area. And you, you can't really – I mean, you can get in a car and drive to the rec park by the highway or to – you know, different – but there's nothing that you can just yeah. ride your bike to. There's no little yeah. space you can go. There's no field where you can kick a ball around or anything. Plus just the natural setting. I mean, it's just beautiful. And if you go to the edge of that, it almost really – it overlooks the um, the river and kind of the beginning of oh, the downtown. Oh, you can downtown. see everything from there. It's a yeah.
1: great great view i I took a drive over there got out and just kind of walked after we talked about it the other day and what a great view
2: oh i just think it's so unique and it's got that natural old uh stone wall Mm -hmm. that's been up there and those two stone pillars on either side i mean i just think it's a perfect it's a perfect setting for a nice park and it's also um you know it's right on cascade road so it's a nice buffer to those neighborhoods yeah
1: yeah after and and so grace if there's people out there who you know, and we have, we, we like to think we have a, a pretty loyal audience out there, but hopefully more, how, how do they express their interest in making this a, a reality? How, how can they, who can they talk to? I mean, obviously we have you here, but who do they need to kind of like email or oh, contact? Oh, this
2: is fantastic. So just to keep it brief, I'll do two email addresses Yeah. Um, because right now the township board is considering it. The parks committee recommended that the township board look into it and then, The several and members of the board have huge hesitation about um, the amount, you know, the price and and whether it's an appropriate purchase for a park. So I would disagree with that. But it's again, you need four votes out of seven to make it happen. And currently, I believe they have a couple other offers from private developers, too. So the township really needs to act quickly.
1: So the not the no not I'm sorry to interrupt you, but the wisest man I know, uh, my father, Big Dan Anderson, he says all the time. He says they're not making new land. Yes. They're not making new land. And once it's gone once and it's once gone. it's developed, it's done.
0: Think about 50 years from now. E- right, exactly. We're, we're, if we if we overdevelop Forest Hills, like you said, there's there's definitely a push to have a lot of people come into our amazing community. We all love the community. But if we overdevelop, we're going to lose some of that character that yes. makes our area special. And, I mean, you can't regrow right. a 100-plus-year-old tree. You can't bring back that no. stone wall or that that bit of mature forest right there. It's just once it's gone, it's gone. So that'd be you know yeah. a shame to lose spaces like they're, that.
2: Yep, and, and we have, I mean, the 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 pressure, the desire for the just the natural desire for people to live here. We have it. We're we're fortunate that we live in such a nice area. Mm-hmm. That it's we're not we don't have to go out and look and try to attract businesses or people. It's so we're in a position where like let's just be happy that we can focus on what we have and be thoughtful about it because ultimately that's best for property values, it's best, for, there's no reason to turn outside it, and it's not in excluding people. It's just being smart.
0: Yeah.
1: True. I, that, I well that's, so what were those email addresses? Oh, that,
2: so the, I guess the easiest way without rattling them off is I'm going to give you two. Sure. One is mine, um, as supervisor. So it's G Lesperance. So G L E S is in Sam, P as in Peter, E R A N C E at cascadetwp.com and then the other email would be to our uh, township manager his name is Ben Swayze his email is b s w a y z e at cascadetwp.com and if they this is the quickest but essentially if you go to the if cascadetwp.com the township's website there are email addresses for all seven members of the board, the board of trustees. You've got to jump a few screens to sure, get there. Yeah. But essentially voice their opinions and also ask that they be, you can also ask that they be read aloud um, during the public comment section of the board meetings. Ah, okay. So that helps too. But the biggest is just to know that the community really supports it.
0: Are your board meetings back to in-person or are you still doing virtual board meetings?
2: We just moved about a month ago to hybrid. So they're in person, but then you can, they're yeah. also, okay. I think they're live. You can, there's a link on the website for live coverage and then you can they're recorded and posted on the website
0: so do you guys encourage uh like community members to come to the meetings and, and speak out Cause yes i know i've only been to one myself in recent memory and it was back when we were talking about that easement uh when the cemetery expansion was happening oh, yes and several of the people on the uh the Layton drive came with some cons- some concerns about how that was being done uh-huh and uh I mean, like you said, we were heard um, in the public comments section, but I'm not sure that it really changed a lot of minds. Like you said, there was a little bit of a comfort or a stagnation back then, and so I'm excited about the new leadership and the new uh, the new mindset of the uh, of the Cascade uh, Township Board. So
2: I think it's wonderful, and yeah. personally, if people, it's it's a lot to ask of people, um, but seven o'clock on Wednesday evenings, every other week. So next, the next meeting is next Wednesday. I think it's the 26th. Mm-hmm. Yep. at 7 p.m. and it's at the library in the wisner center that oh, yeah. back big in the back room. Yeah. yeah
1: great spot and it there's is.
2: there's two sessions or two public comment um times and the one is at the very beginning so that's good you can get as close to seven o'clock and then you don't have to stick around right or if you, there's also one at the end and the just the the more public feedback the better well that's if good we're to hear we off you know what i mean you just want to know and then it's just it's so important yeah
1: civic engagement obviously during this um i, I found that i like the zoom um like school board meetings uh to the extent that i can actually go to them because normally it's 7 p.m at orchard view on you know a monday and you're like well i can't go to that but i've i've tuned into more school board meetings and 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 Just civic engagement during this, oddly, Uh, but you know, obviously, there's people that like to go in person. So I like the hybrid. Um, It's a mix of the best of both both worlds. True. So if you're interested,
2: you can just call in too. You can raise your hand again. You can
1: call in and uh, email Grace or Ben or attend next Wednesday's uh, meeting if that's something that you're interested in. Or if there's anything else that you want during public comments, which leads me to my next question: Um, Are there any unique plans or projects that the township has in store, like? Uh, along the river, I think I saw some plans for the Tuffy Muffler. Oh yeah, we had a I joke know. about. I yes. said Muffy Tuffler. You did say Muffy um, <laughs> Tuffler. So <laughs> Tuffy Muffler, that whole corner right there, which it's been there for forever, mm-hmm. uh, a long time. And then Sheldon Cleaners, I saw. There's something going on.
0: Oh, Can yeah. you? I just saw Sheldon. Uh, they put a new sign up there. Something Media Solutions, like yes. MD Media Solutions, just yeah. today when I was driving past. Okay, the hot, interesting. But is, is you,
1: there anything it, yeah. Yeah. anything going on in uh, along the river there? I think I saw some plans.
2: Yeah, so right now there's no specific plans, but, well, there are. It's just the actual drawings are sure. not there yet. But um, the tricky, so the township purchased the Tuffy automobile, and then there's a little um, doctor's office down right behind it. So it's not a huge amount of space, but the township yeah, owns it. house. True, just yeah. right yeah. down by the river. Yeah, it just looks th- kind of cool, right? Yeah, it's it just
1: right tucked in right there. Yes,
2: yeah. so they own it, and then the, the, the stalling issue is that Tuffy has the right, They purchased this before I was supervisor, but Tuffy has the right to um, stay there for they're leasing their space, and they have that option for several years, but so they have it for quite a while, up to, I want to say 10 years. I don't want to say allow, but it's cut, but I don't think they... A year or two maybe is what they're expecting.
0: Yeah, I can't. Uh, so the guy who, who kind of runs that, he's not the Bobby. owner, Bobby. Yeah, I was going to say Bobby, who I've talked to all yeah. the time, has taken care of me for years. Yeah. I can't imagine it going much beyond him. I mean, he's the one who makes that place yes. uh, work. And once he's ready to retire, yes. and I don't want to go too in far too in detail, but I know he's had some issues with his health in the past, and so has his wife. So I can't imagine that that business will last without him because right. he's there all day long. He's the every guy that day, makes the tech. Even on Sundays, yeah. Gotcha.
1: And that place is, hum- I mean, that is that business is humming. Like it is that, busy. That is a mainstay and has been here for years. I mean, and it's when because I, of
0: him and his energy. Yeah. Yes. That that's, keeps it alive. Okay. And I he's mean, a
2: fantastic, he's just a great guy who does great stuff in Cascades. So you don't want to, I don't think it's appropriate that the township, you know, put any right. pressure on him. Right. But it's hard to
1: find a good mechanic. So, right. you know, if we have a good mechanic in town, yeah. that's, that's incredible. So, we'll keep our eye on that uh, as that develops. Um Another question is about uh, a nearby village, uh, has had some success with like beers in the bridge oh, and some yes. of those types of things. Yes. So, in other similar community events? What's the possibility of bringing something of that magnitude to
0: Cascade and doing something like that?
2: Oh, that's a fantastic idea. And do you, if you could choose, where do you think you, it should go? I think location-wise, up
0: by the library, maybe because they do some fireworks and stuff like that up in that. But that's is that beyond.
2: Yeah, that's that, beyond the bounds. I mean, I'm
0: Tassel not sure Park, where the line is. is um, Tassel Park, but, but again, I've, I've,
2: you could do it by the library or Tassel Park. And
0: I've always thought
1: that again, that that parking lot, that fouling, mm-hmm. that big parking lot area, um, fouling. Fouling, 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 fouling. I think fouling,
0: is like sorry, baby John. Uh, uh, um, horses. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> sorry, English teacher man. It's yeah,
1: <laughs> I, he gets me every time. But yeah, I, so you're open to like events like that, for sure, because you can see what it brings. I think the demand for it is going to be there when.
0: Especially with COVID-era so ending, yeah. hopefully people are going to want to get out and do whatever we can yes. together. Yeah. And
2: we need the ideas. That's helpful. So a lot of that stuff would fall within our downtown development authority, DDA. Okay. Not necessarily, but it's a good... We have a pretty well-funded DDA because there's so many businesses up and down 28th Street. Um, and there's the potential to do a lot of really cool things that I don't think we've really... I mean, there's just a lot of potential there's, there. Yeah, untapped. But I... Yes, and yes. And ideas... Are super helpful. Like, so okay, would, that well, be, would that be tense, or I just never made it to the nearby village?
0: So the nearby event. village, yeah. Yeah, I no, mean, no. I,
1: you
2: know, that, that other village
0: that, that other makes
1: that comprises Ranger Country. That's the name <laughs> of the you know, Ranger yes. Country podcast. But uh, I know uh, here we do. We've kind of made homecoming our thing. We talk about it quite a bit on here, and True. it's that's you know the parade and, and then
0: tailgate, and we do the events, the bonfire, and,
1: and, and the bonfire. And uh, you know, I just know, I think Cascade is like ripe for something like that. I do that. too. And we
0: don't really yeah. have anything uh, per se that well, we do. Ha- do we? Fourth of
1: July. How's Fourth of July? I, oh, I so was that's... looking for an update on that, and I and I I hesitate to ask simply because I know we're at the, we're kind of on the cusp of like and we're things getting... coming back, yeah. so I don't know.
2: And didn't they just so Cascade? This is the bad news. I don't want to be the one to say as supervisor. So a few weeks or so that so that is largely handled. If it's by a touchy our, subject. Don't no, worry about it's it. It's just Here. I wish someone else got to stand up and deliver. The, I just <laughs> right. want to duck and hide. <laughs> right. Um, this fire department is I didn't realize before being supervisor how how much work the fire department put into oh, that. Yeah. Just volunteer hours. Just huge. Right. They go above right. and beyond. So much behind the scenes work that the fire department does on their own and really makes that happen. And and we're getting to the point or they were getting to the point where um they had to make the decision of what to do, and it was a month or so ago. And everyone's canceling, and there hadn't been the lifting. Yeah, of the there's no way to know what to do. So yeah. that we had, so we, I would say they, but I, the, the stand-up thing to do, say we as a township together decided that the hard thing to do, but the necessary thing for this year was post-cancel it again, and then the hope is still. We haven't done this in the past, but some kind of fall thing, like a beer uh, tent. That'd
0: be that's, great. That's 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 what Cider I'm talking about. Cider and donuts, pumpkins. Yeah. Everybody loves the fall. It's I don't think it's in
2: trouble, but I think he was fully on board with. I mean, the fire department
0: is that Adam that. Majors? Is yeah, he I the? Yeah, he's one of my but neighbors. But you know, Good like guy. you said,
1: there's there's a behind the scenes work. to I I know it personally. There's a behind the scenes work to it that starts. <clears throat> excuse me, months in advance, and if you don't know, if you're able to have it months in advance, and you know you need to get started on. All the things that is required of that, mm-hmm. um, and that, and our Fourth of Ju- July here is just a huge endeavor. So if if you don't know how it's going to be, I totally understand that. But in that same vein, a lot of money be, and man hours. Yeah, tied up in right. That. And and people are giving up their time during the summer. So something in the fall.
2: Don't you Can think we that cook that up? Of harvest like, type? a
0: harvest yes. type. Harvest. festival That sounds yes. amazing. In um, Forest Hills, Cascade Harvest Festival
2: with a beer tent. Absolutely. Hey,
0: I am not
1: going to listen. I've been to the Rockford Beer, t- you know, if you've ever that's Cider kind donuts. of that's kind of a model. If you've ever been to the Rockford, I think it's called the Rockford Summer Festival. My wife's from Rockford and we used to go up there. It would be like the first week out of of June. Um what a great time. And yeah. they'd had this 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 tent and uh there was stuff for kids during the day and then at night it was mom and dad and, and uh, the older kiddos and it was a great time. So is that, we, we need to start, okay, yeah. we need to start talking about it, like a harvest festival.
2: So those email addresses that I mentioned for the Church on the Hill, which strongly encouraged, really want to hear from people, it also applies to other ideas like this. I think Cascade, that other area that's kind of near us, has an, it a, has a nice kind of routine of some, some events. They had built-in events.
1: events that they just expanded upon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the music of... on the lawn expanded into yes. the beers at the bridge. Yes. True. Interesting. All right. Well, we have no shortage of ideas what about uh, a, here what in what about Ranger a, Country.
2: What about the bridge crossing, Cascade Road, the bridge across, making that more pedestrian friendly?
1: That would oh, be incredible mean- because every time I'm going down Cascade Road and I go past Frosty Boy, there's some... Like family on bikes, yeah. like going like this as I'm 40, you know, 40 miles per hour going, <laughs> please true. stay on the path. Yeah. I'm He's always
0: like, a little worried that I'm going to be walking along with my daughter and get clipped with a truck. Mirror know, or something right I know. I know. Yeah. 100%, it's a little hairy.
1: So it looks like we'll have to continue this conversation because there's. We do. Yeah. There, oh, there's, I love it. I yeah. would totally
2: come back if it worked for you guys. Yeah. Well, take up your time. No,
1: no, no. We, but we'd love, you know, we love this area. Um, I was born and raised here. Oh, I went. I, I'm a graduate of Forest Hill Central. John has planted roots here. Both of Since our children go. Since 2005, I've been to, here. So. Um,
2: so, you guys are you're way. I'm a newbie compared to. Well, you guys tell me. I'm excited. We've, to, we've just this
0: we've guy just been is around. the unofficial Cascade uh, historian, Brad Anderson.
1: I did write my senior dissertation upon <laughs> Cascade history. So, <laughs> oh, no big for deal. Real? I did. I did at Central Michigan University. Uh, I did at Cascade history. Um, don't you know? Quiz you might me on need things, to but
2: dig up a copy of that.
1: Cascade Maybe. Chronicles. No, oh, the copy of the the paper. Yeah. Uh, we we shall see. Maybe. But I, I we love this area, and uh, we just what we missed was the community aspect of everything yes. that went on. And uh, you know, now with kind of a reset almost and a new start, um, it's great to to have our our, our fearless leader, uh, township supervisor. <laughs> I'll that person uh, has to stick their head up
2: and yeah I'll behind be the bad guy
1: behind some cool ideas. So, is there anything else, uh, Grace, that uh, you want to mention about Cascade or just being? about being supervisor before we have you back for your return visit
2: here. Oh, one, I would love to return. (laughs) Yeah, And two, public comments, emails, very much appreciated. Very much appreciated. Because that makes sure leadership, but also staff. How do you, I mean, that's the whole point of serving Cascade, you wanna know what Uh, what people want. And it, you also can't avoid it then too, right? Because staff and leadership's priorities need to be what the residents' priorities are. So, so anything is just welcome. Any feedbacks, opinions, very welcome. And um, I guess internally, it just takes a while to kind of steer the ship, but I'm really pleased with how it's going. And then there's been some um, people in the community who have just been just on their own time, just very helpful and really thankful. It's good to to hear on the private end, but just so helpful that um, kind of like a, a, I don't even want to say secret, but in the background, a little group of people. It's been it's been really fun. It's very, I mean, this
0: is a very supportive community yes. in a lot of ways. So it, it, I'm sure I'm am not really surprised that there are people that are just willing to give their time and help out where they can for the greater good of the community. Yeah,
1: so, that's good to know that there's people out there. Even just you guys
2: reaching out, that I didn't even know what to expect. But it's awesome to know. I mean, people really care. They just need a platform to express their their voices absolutely
1: True. and uh you know we look forward to hopefully bringing some ideas to you and and uh, other totally. and people and, and if you're out there listening please let's let's get the ideas going let's bring back cascade uh this this summer and and uh, perhaps this fall we'll have maybe a, we'll have a you know maybe
0: with our podcast we should have a competition to see what the most wanted festival you know the the Harvest oh, festival, 'Cause we've done a few of those like top ten what's yeah. the best idea type of things on here before. We can put that out there to the community yeah, to our students. There, there's yeah, would there's be quite some
1: Yeah, like a hometown yeah you know, you know, hometown ideas
0: and grassroots uh, festival ideas. Yes,
1: agreed. So we're gonna we're gonna cook that up and, and Grace, we really appreciate you yeah, coming out today. Please Absolutely. do cook it
2: up because my brain is full of other areas, so I wanna I wanna help with it, but if you guys do the brain work. I'll just... Uh,
0: That's fine with us. We're We're, we're good. We're we're creativity (laughs) guys. We're not necessarily follow-through guys. Well, Brad actually is. I'm more of the artistic type. I just like to recommend and suggest. That's good. We need
2: the creative types at the at the beginning
1: exactly um well hey appreciate you coming on Uh, i just i just have three things for um, everybody use good judgment if you have to something whether it's right or wrong it's probably wrong and nothing good happens after midnight john
0: and i want to say people be the change that you want to see in our community go out there and assume positive intentions from your neighbors and your fellow men grace any sign off words from you you want to say goodbye or
2: just thank you so much and and speak up we we need it
0: all right thank you so much